0: If you the moment, here it is. Welcome to Unplugged, the Mo Usman podcast Your stable for authentic information and unbridled fun And now, your host This is Grandmaster Mo
1: Welcome to Unplugged, the Most Man podcast episode 7 Today on the show, we're gonna be talking sexual and gender-based violence. With me to discuss this is Hassana Maina, the Standstill Coordinator, North Normal, and also the Borno State Lead for North Normal. Welcome to the show. Thank you
0: so much for
1: having me, Ma. Wonderful. Now, being a member of North Normal, could you explain what the group stands for and what it ultimately hopes to achieve? Uh,
0: okay. Um, North Normal Cuthead from um, everyone, thank um, and, um, uh, Me Too, the blogger, Me Too movement, but then this one is our own.
1: Okay.
0: But it started when, um, Khadija called out her abuser on Twitter, uh, which she apologized after, and, um, the queer that, why not, why can't we have our own Me Too movement, uh, why can't we call it Everyone Me Too? Uh, okay. And that got a whole lot of support from people. Uh, and people started tweeting and uh, putting on the hashtags are ready to up to your truth. And it was a whole of an online movement uh, for especially young women uh, who all of a sudden have found a voice uh, to speak out about uh, this issue that affects everyone, right? So basically, that is uh, what and not normal is about. So after that, the question was, what makes sense? Looking at that tweet here, yeah, personally, I got, I got inspired by it. Uh, and I was like, whoever is in the and wants to join me to take this message to schools, to everywhere, to our homes, to our churches, to, to uh, uh, Islamia, everywhere, just to send me a DM. And I got a whole lot of DMs from people. That were in local from young people, okay. and we had a meeting. Yeah, and then we had a meeting, and the next thing we started going to school. And um, then after that, it has been from other states um, started to do something similar. Uh, then we looked at it because the legislations that we have, yeah, uh, especially with respect to sexual violence in Nigeria, is not is not sufficient, right? Uh, then we look at the Violence Against Personal Prohibition Act, which has been passed already, but so for some reason it's not uh, domesticated in some states in the country, uh, and then we wanted to see why, and we wanted to push for the domestication of the Act.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so that's one of the things that the North Normal has been working on, uh, and for that we had a standstill rally to create awareness on the Act, and to engage members of State Houses of assembly and to encourage them to domesticate the act. Uh, basically because we have seen how important the act is, to domesticate the domestic act in their various states. And I'm so that that's what we've been doing, not number. Okay,
1: so how many states so far have been able to domesticate the VAP Act in Northern Nigeria?
0: Uh, we have Kedina, we have and
1: we have a so, if I can recall, you mentioned you led the, the movement in Maiduguri. If, if I can yeah, recall, yeah, I saw a few uh, members of uh, the house there in Meiduguri support the movement. Actually, they came out to support the movement. And yeah. as of yet, we've still not been able to domesticate it over there.
0: Uh, yeah, we, we have had uh, tremendous support from uh, members of the House of um, State House of Assembly, yeah. especially in the degree. Uh, but then uh, we are still working towards, because, you know, for domestication, it's still a whole new process. They have to hear it, they have to attend to it, they have to. So, uh, at the moment, we're still working towards it. But then, we have been able to work out success because the Borno State House of Assembly have had a public hearing on the review of the penal code law, most especially the sections that have to do with sexual violence. So, the Bono State House of Assembly wants to review the laws that the penal code uh, of the state, uh, especially the sections that have to do with sexual violence. So,
1: I think that is the class Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, thank right. you. Now, for the benefit of those who do, or maybe just have been under a rock, uh, could you just help, you know, elaborate what gender-based violence is and obviously what constitutes the sexual and gender-based violence? Uh, okay. Uh,
0: gender-based violence in the same program is the abuse of people uh, especially in domestic settings Uh, and uh, when we say gender-based violence it's mostly a misconception to look at it as um, a one-sided thing but gender-based violence is something that can happen to both men and women Mm -hmm. um so basically gender-based violence is um Violence against someone, right, It's abuse against someone. Is someone using asserting power over another person in an unjust way? Um, if you look at the constitution, it says everyone should have dignity. But let's simply say it's someone taking away the fundamental human right of dignity of another by force, mm. most especially in a domestic setting. Uh, and um, sexual based violence or sexual gender based violence, is not just using your thoughts to, to 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 have sexual um sexual relationships or, or to have um, sexual knowledge of someone without the person's consent, right? Yeah. Now this is where it gets tricky okay. because um, and, and if the law is there to protect us right? Yeah. Uh, so if you look at the law, there are, uh, and then the law is there to protect certain people, people that we feel are not even old enough to protect themselves, right?
1: Yeah. And that
0: is why the law says there are people that are not, don't even have the right to consent, right? So as an adult, you cannot have sex with, let's say, a... 12-year-old boy or a 15-year-old girl and say she had consented to it because the law doesn't recognize her as someone that can gives consent mm. so basically if you have done that you have whipped that minor the person is a minor for
1: a reason mm. yeah, yeah. I, I was going to ask you what the law or nigeria's position was from a legal point of view but i believe you have actually made that clear yeah But then, when you look at what we have, considering that there are laws, there's legislation for this. Yeah. Have you seen the law or the legislation put forward by the Nigerian constitution actually defend victims when it comes to situations like this and when they have to go to court? Uh, Yeah,
0: so when you look at the legislation that we have, right, in the country uh, that that, that, um, guide criminal activities, like sexual violence, Uh, you have the criminal code and that's the one that's applicable in the south and you have the penal code that's the one that's applicable in the north, right? Uh, And most of the time when they talk about sexual violence or talk about rape for instance uh, they say they talk about penetration, right? They talk about um, it being one gender, right? But we have evolved and we have seen now that Sexual violence doesn't necessarily happen to just one person, right? And even where it is no, and rape, rape doesn't only consist of vaginal penetration, right? Taking your organ into someone else's body part, whatever part it is, it's still part of sexual violence right? And basically that is what the WAP Act concentrates on, that's the Violence Against Persons Prohibition Act. So it, it has to do, it covers every other um, every, every other thing that it's lacking in both the Penal Code and the Criminal Code.
1: Okay, which is why obviously it needs to be domesticated in every single state of yeah. the Republic. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. All right. I have one question, though, regarding why it needs to be domesticated by the states. Couldn't it be pushed for federal legislation and then the states be forced to accept it? Uh,
0: okay. Well, I mean, I have mentioned this before. It has been passed. So right now, as far as National Assembly is concerned, the Violence Against Persons Prevention Act is a law okay. in Nigeria. So, but then because. They operate in the federal system, and that's how why right, you have your federal state house of assembly. That means laws for the whole country. Then you have the state houses of assembly, right? Even yeah. though, I mean, I have problems with that, but that's going to be a different, <laughs> different topic for to a different day. Yeah, right. so, um, so the state houses of assembly also have to domesticate it. They have to look at these laws and say, okay, find these laws will apply to our part of the state. Right. Yeah, so
1: that's 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 how it works. All right. Most times. I I just wanted oh. that to be clear because I feel like lots of people yeah. are going to have questions regarding it. Okay, let's talk about dealing yeah. with this whole issue right here in the north. What do you feel like is the biggest challenge or the challenges that the not normal campaign is currently dealing with or has dealt with in the past? Uh, basically, I think it's misconception. Okay.
0: Yeah, because I have been on radio stations, and I think, apart from misconception, it also has to do with ignorance, and um, it has to do with um, perception, right? Mm -hmm. We Northerners like to be perceived in a particular way, uh, and when someone comes out to talk about a problem, that they feel the person is trying to bring a negative perception to it. To us. A whole lot of people stand up and say, you're lying, even when you're not, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, when you look at that, you realize that's one of our major problems. And then again, the misconception. I have been on radio stations, radio programs, where I talk about rape. And when I'm talking about it in Hausa, I realize I have a whole lot of... Um, a whole lot of people commending what we do, right? But then when, um, for instance, if 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 someone takes like uh, my Twitter post in English and maybe shares it with a whole lot of um, adding things that are not there, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, so that's what they mean, when basically that's not what we mean. So again, I think it's education, right? People, most... They don't necessarily get what this whole thing is about. Like, it's a problem. They know it is. They know it happens. But you come in to tell them, okay, fine, we need to talk about it or we need to, to solve it. Um, there's this whole idea of mistrust that comes with it. They feel like you're bringing something it, which is not the case. Uh, and I think I, I would attribute that to, to lack of education. But that's not necessarily the case because even among educated folks there's this uh, there's two instances of mistrust there's still instances of um of um trying so hard to to push an agenda that is not there right uh, so i think it's still now goes back because it still goes now because i mean to it now questions why is there that because this is something that everyone should be against uh, so i always like to narrow it down to the culture of shame and silence okay uh, and then that culture of shame and silence have protected so many people uh, from being from being targeted for their bad actions so because of that they do not ever want that culture to to go extinct right they want because they want that culture to always be a cover for the things that they do uh so at the end of the day to put it simply the reason why we have such prevalent uh numbers of sexual abuse violence in the north is because of the culture of shame and silence, which is everywhere to be honest but then we're talking about the north as a case study
1: yeah i believe it is called uh Rufa asiri
0: Yay, you <laughs> got it right. I, hope I'm gonna ask it. I personally, personally, more no, personally, I have had instances where we have gone to school and we are max. Uh, a case of gender-based violence and maybe someone, the perpetrator, has been caught. And we would see the mother coming. And again, I think it's still goes back to sexism because the father is saying, I don't want this kind of thing in my family, you what know, kind of thing is this? And the mother is doing to come and tell you, but what we fail to understand is, Rape is a very serious issue. To me, I think it's as serious
1: as murder. Well, uh, my personal feeling to rape is I feel like it should be cut off. Uh, I don't think (laughs) sentencing is is enough because every single time I see a post about it, um, I quote the tweet with cut it off, cut it off because I don't see... You do not respect what you have. You feel like you have power over someone because of what you have. And you feel like you can right. just take advantage of whoever it is that you feel like you can take advantage of because of what you have or uh, your right. gender in society and all of that. Stuff. So I just feel like just take it away from them, seeing as they feel that is their power, that is what makes them, you know, men. Cut it off. Yeah. That's
0: my, I mean,
1: that's, that's my that's personal my feeling about it. When,
0: when we have arguments about um, why people rape, I, it still boils down for me to power. You just want to assert power over someone. Mm. Because most of the kids that have been victims of this, when I speak to them one on one, they say, if she tells me if I should tell anyone, she would kill me. And this is such an unhealthy relationship for children going to have with adults.
1: True.
0: Imagine a child feeling like an adult would kill it been a child having the care of death from the hands of an adult at such tender age. And it makes you question the kind of people, the kind of young people we are bringing up for the next generation. So this is something that if we do not, because if you look at it, even such kind of abuse, such kind of trauma that comes with it also has a, a human cost to it. It has... And again, if you want to look at the economy, it also has a human effect on the economy, rather a cost effect on the economy. So this is not, um, uh, as, as, as we would say, a matter. It's not. It, it, it's a national issue. It, because look at it right now, we're in a pandemic and women's lives are in danger right Exactly. Then, I'm sorry, we,
1: we, we're gonna go. We're gonna go into the pandemic issue as it relates uh, okay. to. Sorry, to I to like to jump. Issue. Jump. Know, <laughs> I'm a I woman. I jump. I <laughs>
0: <jump. laughs>
1: but, but before, but before we go into that, um, I'd like to just take yeah. you uh, back to uh clear something out for me. Now you mentioned how, okay. as regards some of the challenges you face, how people like to, you know, stick an agenda to what you're doing to misconstrue the message. Yeah that North Normal is trying to pass. Yeah. Could you please elaborate on that specific agenda that people, said people are trying to, you know, cast upon North Normal?
0: Oh yeah, um, we have had instances where people uh, have said that we are trying to bring Western ideologies. Okay. Um, we have also had issues where people have said we are trying to were masking under the issues of sexual-based violence to uh, bring um, the, the, the legalization of same-sex marriage to the north and which which has and we have we have had people been attacked on that right um during the sta to in Sotro Shadia and her team had to go through police orderss and all of that simply because of that. Uh, and I find, that, I find that very ridiculous because, of course, it's a typical power move. When someone is trying to, to take away your power, to take away that cover, that shame and silence cover that has always protected you, you always want to cry out things that your vote society wouldn't agree with to, blackli- to blacklist the people that are, are trying to take away your cover. That's the shame and silence cover that has protected you. But I feel, I feel it's a typical power move a business as, um, assumption, which, if anyone would look at it clearly, has no business. So, yeah, we've, we've, had, to, we have, we've had to go through that that order, but then it's, it's really not a problem on its own because, as I said earlier, if you really, really, honestly go through the things that we have advocated against, you would see that these are two different issues that do not intertwine in any way. Right. Yeah. Um, we are simply advocating against sexual violence, and that is the crux of our argument. That has always been the crux of our argument: stop raping young girls, stop raping young boys. Children should be able to go to school without the fear of of having to be raped by 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 anybody, by their teachers, by by the principal. By the children should be able to be children. Basically, that's all we're saying. Uh, but then, there are people that do not want children to be children. There are people that have... Um, that criticize that, that, that children in very disgusting way. So, of course, they, they, they won't be happy with what we're doing. So,
1: basically... When you look at the whole situation with... Um, attributing what is not to not normal... Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like men have l- the larger voices but i've seen cases where women actually join uh these people to attribute this to north normal now i, I want to know in s- uh, specificity to men how important are men's voices to the fight against sexual gender-based violence okay you know I- like i said earlier it's
0: not a one gender thing yeah uh, no I-, I feel like that is not- that is
1: that is very very clear but if we are yeah. actually, if we're going to look at this as, as holistically as possible, we also have to acknowledge yeah. the fact that there is, a, let's say, a 90 percent difference when it comes to it affecting men and affecting women. 90% being okay. for, for women and all of that. So as much as we want to talk about um, men as, as, as well and balance the issue, which I believe should be the case yeah. in most discourses, yeah. But when you look at at the North, um, some people might disagree and be like, yo, Mo, um, men just don't like to talk. But again, what we see is what we can take for statistics and for data. Personally, I feel like there is a huge disparity when it comes to who this affects the most. And I feel like it affects women the most, especially here in the North. Yes. So that is why I'm asking, how important is it that men get behind this discourse?
0: Yeah, but we have always had men as allies but i got the point i do not like looking at men as allies i like looking at men as people that just is normally affect in one way or another mm-hmm. right because let's go back to the old debate if you talk about sexual violence as affecting only women these women are someone's wife they're someone's sister they're someone's father god has created the world in such a way that we are connected to each other whether we like it or not yeah right? And earlier I mentioned how the issue of sexual violence is a national issue. So it is, it is we have had like most importantly I remember after our first meeting and um, because when the issue of sexual violence started and then the whole movement started on Twitter it was somewhat like um, a woman against men something, do you understand? Mm-hmm. Which I agree, there are so many bad men that as I said earlier that The the, the culture of shame and and silence have been covering, have been protecting. But when I had, when I snapped pictures with my team, and a whole lot of them were men, and someone pointed out, look at how everyone in your team, look look at how almost everyone in your team is your man, and later only people would attack men. And I'm like, well, the real truth is men listen to men, right? And that is why I have never, ever underestimated the importance of men in the fight for. for, for, for gender violence, um, to end sexual based violence, for gender equality. Because men listen to other men, right? So, um, and then in as much as we have bad men, we also have good men. Like the people I work with in Not Normal, the people I work with in Medjugui that we go to school, that people that have understood, that men that have understood the effects of sexual-based violence. They are men that some of them have been victims. they have victim self, or they have had family members that have been this and they have realised that this silence has an effect on all of us, right? And they are speaking out, and which I am tremendously grateful for. But I do not want to look at men as allies. I want to look at men as um core, core fighters. I want to look at men as who. Um, core... I want us to, to look at ourselves as they are all in the same boat, mm. right?
1: So it's either we go to
0: safety
1: or we think. Wonderful. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on to the epidemic and the pandemic issue because, as we see, yeah. there is actually currently a spike in incidents of gender-based violence, including so domestic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't seem to be stopping anything because I mean the spike is there. We've seen it in other countries. Mm -hmm. We've seen it in in the country, in this country as well. We've gotten that there have been high cases, like the reports of this um, domestic abuse, sexual exploitation is increasing with the lockdown in Mm -hmm. states and all of that. I mean, households are struggling with heightened tensions, economic pressures, and Mm -hmm. even increased Mm -hmm. confinement in the house. As we've seen, the president has extended... um, An extra two weeks to the lockdown Mm -hmm. now all of Mm -hmm. this as this pandemic is now spreading right here in northern Nigeria shouldn't we take that as as a warning to what could possibly happen up here in the north because I mean as much as we want to say this is holy it's both men and women women Mm -hmm. and girls are more vulnerable to abuse than ever, as we have it right now. Of so, course, w- of course, of m- course, statistics shows that. Yeah, so what are the reasons that, you know, sexual ge- and gender-based violence incidents will increase in this instance?
0: Um, okay, when you look at the North, for instance, uh, you, you look at the North as a very patriarchal society, uh, where most of the time, economic empowerment or economic, uh, what's the word? Anyway, the, the people with the more money are the men, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you are mostly the women are not as economically empowered as their men. So, in a situation where, because most of the time, the best advice you can give someone that has been abused is to get away from her abuser, right? But in a situation where her abuser holds her means of and how will she get away from that from that form of abuser, right? And it's even more you know, because we have seen it happen in other places. This pandemic has forced women to be in the same space with their abusers happen, right? Yep. And the, 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 the cases of domestic violence have heightened. And, and this is the reason why uh, philanthropists like Rihanna and Jack, Jack of Twitter are donating money to help victims um, of domestic violence, especially women, because we have seen how it has uh, how been in, in a in a confined state of place where abuse can can be held for women. So it begs the question: What happens when we come to the north, um, where these people have to stay with? What victims of abuse have to say because most of the time, victims of abuse are are, the abusers, are people they know, their husbands, um, fathers, uh, people that are in the same domestic setting with them. So, what happens then, right? Um, Simply put, the amount of abuse increases, right? But then, now the most important question is what are we doing to make sure that this is not the case? I was seeing on the news the other time that a particular country, I can't remember the name, uh, have paid for hotels for women for victims of domestic violence in theater after the lockdown. Can we afford to do that in Nigeria? Mm. So do we even have enough legislation to curb this kind of thing, to hold someone accountable? So more honestly, when you look at this thing and you think about this thing, you realize how far gone we are, how far back matter we are. Right? And that's why it gets me confused when people are beginning to talk about this, things, people are beginning to do something about this, and they are targeting the enemy. Because these are practical situations that we have found ourselves, and now we're asking difficult questions, and we don't have answers to them. So at best, what we can continue to do is, as an organization, we continue to refer people to non-governmental organizations that can help, and we try to follow up cases of domestic violence and. Hope Try to link them up with the police and see how far and
1: um, how, how far we can we can go on working towards all of systems. All right. Now, in your in your submission, you mentioned how you know, especially here in the north, that is very protracted.
0: Submission. Later. Are we going to the
1: court? What? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, we, we use that language in court a lot. Submission. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, in in your, in your talk, is that more subtle? <laughs> in my submission, more. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. So um, you, you mentioned yeah. how it's very difficult for the women to leave their abusers because one, they are not financially independent. And they, right. Yeah. So what steps do you think that they could take, for instance, to report the perpetrator in a cano, for instance? And um, two, maybe how could they possibly get access to assistance in their day-to-day expenses that are catered to by said perpetrator.
0: Um, Yeah, um, basically what I I feel is we need more human empowerment, that has always been emphasized uh, for some reason, we've not been taking it as seriously as we should. But this, as I said, is a national, it's not only a national issue, it's a national emergency, right, so we need to start taking the issue of human empowerment very seriously. Well, that aside, right now that we're facing a problem, what are the solutions? there are amazing organizations that are working, uh, especially with, men, with um, victims of sexual abuse. I am not sure if I know anyone in Kano, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. But we, we, when this thing happens, your best form of call is to go to the police. To report to the police, even though sometimes you have had instances where police are the enablers of distance. right? But of course, you have to start somewhere. Where there is no help. You have to get even the one that doesn't. So, new institutions like that. I think most importantly is to report to the police. um, When you have done that, is to try and see if you can link up to other organizations. Um, One organization that I'm very sure of that helps women uh, is the Federation of Women Lawyers, Uh, FIDA. and then they, we have FIDA in every state in Nigeria. So if you can get in contact
1: with FIDA, uh you can get in contact with NAFTA, most of the time I think the cases would be solved. Okay, uh-huh. um, as with this organization and some others that um, we may not be able to remember as at now, there is yeah. a bit of bureaucracy when it comes to dealing with stuff like this. Is North Normal, say for instance, a point of call for someone who is in distress for instance is there some way to reach you guys so that you could help with all of the red tape
0: oh I'm sorry I just remembered yeah Sani has an NGO in Kemo who? and um Sani Mohammed okay S- um,
1: Sani Mohammed? yeah okay
0: yes and and they've been doing amazing work um he leads Bridge Connect Nigeria okay yeah
1: so this is one NGO in kano that stands for women's rights um also this state lead for kano not normal okay now what, what yeah. i'm saying is, yeah, is can you can north normal be you know say can you be reached to discuss some of these issues can women reach out yeah, to you then you help them reach out to this organization yeah,
0: Yeah, we have been reached countless times and we have helped uh, to facilitate with the police and to help get lawyers and all of that instances. Even though we are not, we are a movement, we are a campaign,
1: uh,
0: but we have still helped in ways that we could uh, with respect to sexual violence because we have had people reach out to us and in situations like that, what do you do? You have to look for help. Mm. So we have um, used our network to find help for, for such victims uh, that have been in situations like that. So, yes, um, North Normal, is, if you can get to any of these tidbits or if you can send an email to Normal at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, it's also
1: a, yeah. That's N-O-R-T-H-N-O-R-M-A-L yes. at gmail.com. Yeah, at gmail.com,
0: yeah.
1: All right, wonderful. So, finally, before we go, before I ask my last question, is there anything you feel like we've not been able oh, to? I'm going already. <laughs> that's what I've I'm saying. I've been enjoying like, this
0: conversation. I have,
1: I have, as well. I have as well. So that's what I want to know if, if there is any, any, you know, anything we haven't talked about that you would love for people to know about. You could as well. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. First
0: things first. As yeah.
1: I've said earlier,
0: sexual based violence, gender based violence are issues of national emergency. And um, the faster we have uh, start to address it as such, the better for everyone. Um, we are not normal, are trying to see that the domestication of the VAP active achievement. So if you're listening and you know any way you can help us, please and please follow us on Twitter and send us a DM. Um, what else? Well, remind me
1: now, what else do you think we should talk about? Okay, and uh, let me help you with this one. This is actually my final question. Yeah. You know, as with every campaign, okay. with every movement, there is a need for yeah. support. Support is a very significant element. So, um, what yeah. ca- what kind does North Normal campaign require, if at all it does? Uh, Yeah, well, the kind of
0: support they require most of the time is information okay. and networking, yeah, and... Um, because of the kind of work we do we need a lot of data right so we if we can have people that can provide us with let's say uh that can maybe do research on a particular environment in the north okay this is what they need okay this is what it is right um basically that these are these are the supports that that we need um to to help push the, the, because when, when we when we talk when we talk about issues of sexual based violence, for example, on internet platforms, we would we should be able to say, okay, in this locality, this number of people are affected. with this. So basically, we, we just need um, to expand the kind of support we need is a, is a support that would help to expand networks uh, with people that can provide us with, with data, with people that can provide us with information. Uh, and um, with people that can also, um, as I said earlier, need the BAP app to the domesticated. So if we have people that can help to push that, that's also a welcome
1: idea. Hmm. All right, then. Well, this well, has been an absolute pleasure having you on my podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for being on it. Thank you. Thank you. Be safe. Be safe <laughs> out there. We, we had to do this via the phone because, you know, Obviously as Yeah, um, social distancing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I appreciate you, yeah. I contacted you last night and hey, we're here the next day. This is actually really really exciting yeah. for me. Thank you so much. I really
0: appreciate
1: this. It's my well, pleasure. I should be saying thank you because this is something it was that's really beautiful really there to me. 40 minutes. Yeah, it was, oh you 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 have a clock? Have you been checking the time? No, 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 no. I just touched my phone. <laughs> all right. Anyway, make sure you are safe out there. All right. Sure, make sure. All right then. To ensure you don't miss out on next episode, follow at Mo Usman underscore on Twitter and do turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on anything.